Hey, chiropractors, welcome to Modern Chiropractic Mastery with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing, business, and professional growth with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome to another episode of Modern Chiropractic Mastery. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I've got a solo episode on candor and what that means for your practice, for your leadership, and ultimately how you can uh, uncover uh, some of the blind spots you may have, and we're going to dive into that today. But before we do, just want to take a minute to kind of give everybody an update on our uh, MCM, Modern Chiropractic Marketing Company. Uh, we are uh, transforming things as we go along. You've probably heard me talk about it, but uh, we aren't just a podcast. We aren't just coaching. Uh, we're actually uh, more than that. And we are equal parts coaching and marketing done for you now. And it really comes down to a, a few aspects, really. Uh, we've got our, our coaching aspect, which has been vital for a lot of people. And it's been great to to coach people and enjoy it. I've got coaches. I think anybody that's trying to do big things, you need coaching. Uh, honestly, and it, it, it kind of relates to that candor thing too. Like who is being candid with you in your professional life, right? When you own your practice on your little island, sometimes you don't have a lot of candor uh, and, and honesty that's happening with you. And we're going to kind of differentiate between candor and honesty, but uh, coaching really helps me for that. And, and it's hoping, helping our clients as well. So we do the coaching. Uh, we also do the marketing. Uh, we position you as an expert. You're the thought leader. Uh, we have ways for you to do that, mainly video. And we do all the production, distribution, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Google Business. We send out your weekly emails. We get blogs for you. Uh, really just essentially turn you into a content marketing uh, agency in a sense of your practice. Like you're a thought leader. You're, you're a leading educator in that, uh, in that community you're in. And you are coming up with the content. We're coaching you on that type of stuff. But we take all the heavy lifting out from you so that you can focus on the things that really help move the needle in your practice, like treating patients or the content creation or community outreach and getting out and, and developing a network. And, and so that's been awesome. Um, you know, it's just been something we've really enjoyed doing for our clients and taking that off their plate. So we're really helping you with your marketing now. And then lastly, we do monthly team trainings. Uh, in uh, March, we had John Morrison uh, educating uh, associates and even owner chiropractors and some of the marketing folks that some practices have on really getting clear on the messaging. Uh, back in, in February, we had Cassie Holm doing everything on training for clinical CA. And in January, we had Krista Kippenberger on front desk training. Uh, coming up in April, we have Michael Massey really doing a lot of documentation and coding for your associates, preceptors, or even yourself. And so we've added team trainings, which are a little bit different than our coaching calls as well. And so we're essentially, you know, plugging our business onto yours so that you have not only accountability and direction and guidance, uh, but also a fully, you know, chock full of uh, good education marketing done for you. And we're also helping to uh, enhance your team a bit. And so check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Uh, there's an MCM Mastery tab on there where you can watch a video where I discuss more about it. You can reach out uh, and, and, and contact us through the website. And if, you've, uh, if you're kind of really seriously considering it, I'll hop on a call with you and answer any questions you have. Uh, but we're, we're growing. We love it. And it's been fun to really help chiropractors grow their practice. All right, let's, let's dive into 
to candor. And, you know, part of what made me think of this has been a few things. But one, uh, one of the better books I've read in quite a while, which was uh, a couple months ago, and it's called Creativity Inc. I've, I've mentioned it before. I'm not sure on the podcast or some of my coaching calls, but uh, it's by Ed Catmull. And he was really the president of and, and one of the early co-founders of Pixar animation and then ultimately Disney animation because Disney bought Pixar. But ironically, instead of, uh, you know, Disney absorbing Pixar and kind of moving the leaders out of Pixar and having Disney lead, Pixar was doing so amazing. And at the time, people forget, but Disney was struggling. Uh, They actually brought on Pixar's leaders management to overtake Disney animation and run that show. So Ed Catmull not only, you know, was leading Pixar. Now he's really leading Disney as well, which was, was impressive. And his book on leadership essentially is what the book is. Um, the, the subtitle of Creativity Inc. is Overcoming the Unseen Forces That Stand in the Way of True Inspiration. And it just was a really thoughtful book. And he had a whole chapter called Honesty and Candor. And I want to read about, a, about two pages of that to give you an idea of what this means and how it would really relate uh, to your chiropractic practice and, and, and something I'm investigating in for myself and, and, and just my overall development as a, as a leader, as a coach, as a, as a family person, right? It all ties in. And so we'll, we'll dive in it. So let's start with um, right out of the gates. Okay. Uh, quote, ask anyone, should people be honest? And of course, the answer will be yes. It has to be. Saying no is is endorsing dishonesty, which is like coming out against literacy and child nutrition. It sounds like a moral transgression. But the fact is, there are often good reasons not to be honest. When it comes to interacting with other people in a work environment, there are times when we choose not to say what we really think. But this creates a dilemma. On one level, the only way to get a grip on the facts, issues, and nuances we need to solve problems and collaborate effectively is by communicating fully and openly, by not withholding or misleading. There is no doubt that our decision-making is better if we are able to draw on collective knowledge and unvarnished opinions of the group. But as valuable as the information is that comes from honesty and as loudly as we proclaim its importance, our own fears and instincts for self-preservation often cause us to hold back. To address this reality, we need to free ourselves of the honesty's baggage. One way to do this is to replace the word honesty with another word that has a similar meaning but fewer moral connotations, and that is candor. Candor is forthrightness or frankness, not so different from honesty really, and yet in common usage the word communicates not just truth-telling, but a lack of reserve. Everyone knows that sometimes being reserved is healthy, even necessary for survival. Nobody thinks that being less than candid makes you a bad person, while no one wants to be called dishonest, right? People have an easier time talking about their level of candor because they don't think they will be punished for admitting they sometimes hold their tongues. This is essential. You cannot address the obstacles to candor until people feel free to say that they exist and using the word honesty only makes it harder to talk about those barriers. 
Of course, there are sometimes legitimate reasons not to be candid. Politicians, for example, can pay a steep price for speaking too bluntly about contentious issues. CEOs can get dinged for being too open with the press or with shareholders, and they certainly don't want competitors to know their plans. I will be less than candid at work if it means not embarrassing or offending someone or in any number of situations where choosing my words carefully feels like the smart strategy. But that's not to say lack of candor should be celebrated. A hallmark of a healthy creative culture is that its people feel free to share ideas, opinions, and criticisms. Lack of candor, if unchecked, ultimately leads to dysfunctional environments. So how can a manager ensure that his or her working group, department, or company is embracing candor? I look for ways to institutionalize it by putting mechanisms in place that explicitly say it is valuable. In this chapter, we will look into the workings of one of Pixar's key mechanisms, the brain trust, which we rely upon to push us towards excellence and to root out mediocrity. The brain trust, which meets every few months or so to assess each movie we're making, is our primary delivery system for straight talk. Its premise is simple. Put smart, passionate people in a room together, charge them with identifying and solving problems, and encourage them to be candid with one another. People who would feel obligated to be honest somehow feel freer when asked for their candor. They have a choice about whether to give it, and thus, when they do give it, it tends to be genuine. The brain trust is one of the most important traditions at Pixar. It's not foolproof. Sometimes its interactions only serve to highlight the difficulties of achieving candor, but when we get it right, the results are phenomenal. The brain, tr- the brain trust sets the tone for everything we do. Okay, And so that little excerpt from that book, it just really dives in, and the whole chapter is, is amazing, but you get the idea from what Ed was saying in that particular uh, couple pages and and why it can be so important and why it is different than than honesty, right? Because like the opposite of honest is dishonest, right? But the honest, the opposite of candor is maybe reserved and reserved is a lot more, uh, you know, appreciated and, and honestly, it's okay versus dishonest, right? So, you know, honesty and candor are different. And I think you need to try to strive for having some candor in your life Uh, especially professionally. All right, docs, here is a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO right and a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors. And you can sign up for that at bit.ly, bit.ly slash propel MCM. That is bit.ly, bit.ly, propel MCM, modern chiropractic marketing, right? And so check out that link. And we're going to have you go over five SEO secrets to owning the first page of Google uh, without buying ads. And Darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty Google, which is still king in the online marketing. So check that out at bit.ly slash propel MCM for the one hour free workshop. Um, and I think the biggest thing is, is because it's going to uncover blind spots, right? Like as you, you know, be, get to a certain level and you own your own practice and you got some team members and 
you know, you know, you got your buddies. Sometimes people just aren't going to be honest with you or they, when you're the owner of the practice, there could be issues going on that your team is hiding from you because they don't want you to know about it. They're trying to be on their best. You know, they want, they don't want that to be exposed that this issue is happening because it could be an indictment on them or, or not. You know, they, sometimes they make it up in their head, but if you don't have a, um, you know, a culture of, of candor in your practice, you could be missing the truth of what the reality of what's impeding the growth of your practice. And so I think trying to strive for candor in your practice is going to be huge or in your life, right? Like, you know, having that coach, that's someone that's going to be honest with you and push you and, and try to shine a light on those blind spots that you have. Cause you, you know, you all, we all have them. Right. Uh, and that's why I've, you know, I hired for myself uh, really to dive into leadership with Dr. Ashok was like, we're getting to the root of some things here and we're putting that big flashlight on it. And he's candid with me and, and we're doing, uh, one of the things that I'm also doing is, um, try as far as trying to get as much candor for my team is I'm doing a 360 review, which is essentially uh, a leadership review where the people that work with you for you, uh, some of your collaborators, uh, they answer a handful of questions uh, that really get to the heart of where you're, you know, things you're doing right and wrong, or could be could improve as a leader. And so uh, that's one thing I'm doing. We're actually just starting the process of that. To to uh, and it's not fun to be honest with you. I've talked to people that had a 360 done on them before, and sometimes they cry because you're you're, you're going to get be given the hard truth anonymously, but it still stings, you know. Um, and so that's one way of trying to get candor in your life. Okay. Uh, second thing is, is, is regular team meetings, right? I think that's the big thing. A lot of practices don't have, and we harp on this a lot in our coaching and, uh, we just did our quarterly planning with our members. And, you know, part of that is a, a big quarterly team meeting where you discuss the issues going on. And then you have weekly meetings that start to resolve and fix those issues or bring up new ones. Cause otherwise it just gets swept under the rug and it doesn't get fixed. And then you ultimately explode one day because you're you know, pissed off. It's all added up. And finally, the straw that breaks the camel's back and you snap on your team or your patient, your spouse, your kid, right? Like it's how those things happen. And so when you can, can you create a environment of communication and candor uh, and just people really being able to level with you or with your other decision makers, it helps, um, improve those things or uh, start to figure out some of the things you didn't realize about your practice or business that were there. And, you know, sometimes that happens, right? Uh, sometimes, you know, we've all had that experience where a, a patient is just honest or just like, they're just candid with us, right? They just, they just say something like, you know, your, uh, your uh, office is looking a little bit dingy now or, you know, your front desk person wasn't that, isn't that nice. Or, uh, you know, there's cobwebs in the ceiling, you <laughs> know, like just different stuff that's going on and they'll be candid and you're like, Oh, I didn't know that. And it's, it's an eye opener. And then when they say it, you realize like, Oh yeah, they're not wrong. Uh, so uh, those team meetings are going to be vital for that. So make sure you're having your, your team meetings. Okay. Um, and you know, and so where is, is candor important? I think, you know, obviously for your team, it is, and be able to have that. I think it's very important for you to be able to be candid with your patients on how they're progressing or not, or what the 
outcome is going to be or what their treatment plan is. Like you got to level with them. You got to be able to talk to them in a candid way to, to not sugarcoat it for them sometimes. And so you have to learn to, to be candid with them. Right. I think for yourself, I mentioned before, it's like, you know, sometimes you have to be honest and candid with yourself. And I think you, you know, having people around you, coach around you to, to help with that is, is really good. Uh, and then also with your family, right? You need to set up that environment with your family of candor, and that's going to help you grow as a person, as a family uh, member, uh, as a family in general, uh, as a leader, right? We've talked about leadership before where it's, you're not only leading your team, but you're leading your patients, you're leading your family, and, and ultimately you're leading your community. And candor is a big part of that, right? And I just want to leave you with this uh, quote I've, I've mentioned before. It's something that's always stuck with me and it's, and it's helped me and served me uh, because I, I have become someone that's not afraid to have uh, that conversation, right? Uh, whatever that conversation is. But this quote from Tim Ferriss, and I'm not sure if he got it from somewhere else, but it's in his book and you can Google it and it pops up Tim Ferriss. But quote, a person's success in life can be measured by the number of uncomfortable conversations he or she is willing to have, unquote. And that's candor, right? Like being able to have that uncomfortable, candid conversation with a person and um, and help them get better, help your team get better, help your patients get better, your family, all those things. Uh, you you need to be, be willing to have uncomfortable conversations. And honestly, you need to be willing to accept uncomfortable conversations from your team members and, and provide an environment where they're okay to be honest with you and candid on things that are going on in the practice or ways that can be improved or where maybe um, there's just not, not some accurate thinking going on, okay? So try to work on how, uh, where maybe you can improve with candor in your life and your practice, and I think this will really help you take the next step in the culture of your company and in your leadership development. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you want to make the shift from busy, broke, and broken to time-free and cash-confident, or you just want to continue with the exponential growth, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Look at the MCM Mastery tab, watch the short video on there, and check out what we are doing now for evidence-informed chiropractors. We are equal parts coaching and marketing done for you. Yes, you shoot some videos. We help you with campaign strategies and ideas and really become a thought leader in your community. You shoot those videos, you send them to us, we produce, edit, and brand them to you. Then we distribute them through all of your channels. We also take them and we turn it into one good blog per month. And every other month, we have Darcy Sullivan producing a robust blog with a topic that you pick from her database to help with your SEO. So we essentially become your content marketing agency to make sure your practice is always having ethical, elegant content marketing to help grow your practice. On the coaching side, we also help you with everything from marketing ideas to business, communications, finances, anything practice growth and really try to help prevent you from being stuck on that island. And we hold you accountable. We have a great group of doctors that are just doing amazing things. And we look forward to help you out to take that next step in your practice. So again, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com and learn more.